it's Aaron Foley with Sports Without Balls podcast. Before we begin our fantastic episode, a quick shout out uh, to all things comedy spotlight of the week, Eddie Pepitone's Pep Talks. It's a fantastic podcast that you can get on allthingscomedy.com. Uh, he has it's a comedic look at the crumbling of our world. Eddie Pepitone guides us through the apocalypse every Thursday with guest comedians. Seriously, if you don't know Eddie Pepitone, uh, find him, love him. He's amazing. And uh, go check out his podcast called Pep Talks. And now it is time for the main event, Sports Without Balls, episode 42. I have a fantastic guest. She's sitting right in front of me. I am. (laughs) Just to clarify, she's actually right in front of me and not to my left. Uh, You can see her on the second shot. TV series. She's a dear friend, crazy sports fan, Jill Bennett. Ha, I'm so glad that I um, finally um, Twitter uh, <laughs> insulted you enough to get you to bring me on this show. I, I honestly just totally forgot you were a sports fan. And then we've done a couple events together. You're like, how many times do I have to talk about the Colts in front of you? And I was like, oh, no, you know. Yeah. And given the connection with the Colts, um, it's interesting because we've had some, I think we've thrown things at each other at the Abbey yes. about football games. Yes. Um, so I'm glad you finally had me because it's not just football. I know other things. People, we're we're going deep. Here's here's a little appetizer of what's going to happen this amazing episode. A uh, little scandal with the Clippers, if you haven't heard. You live in, I don't know, uh, a cave deep, deep, deep in Middle Earth. Uh, we'll talk about the Clippers and the disgusting owner. A little bit about uh, NBA basketball in general. Uh, also we'll, we'll just do a little shout out to any NHL hockey. Uh, every single game in the first round is now uh, almost uh, going to a game seven. Uh, we're going to talk about the Colts. Yes. Uh, and also you guys were three days away from the Kentucky Derby. I love horse racing. Yes. Oh, I'm so Jill excited. loves horse racing. I love it. We might even get some UFC in here. Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> you guys, it might be the best podcast of our life. Our- Oh my God, it's race day. Put on your dumb hat and drink a mint julep. Um, Let's, all right. So before we get into the Kentucky Derby, because I feel like I could talk about that for an hour, let's just do the most pressing sports story. And that is who are the Giants going to take in the first? (laughs) You guys are kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, It's, uh, you know, and and we're not going to spend too much time on this because Mm -hmm. he's so disgusting. He's not even worth um, our time. It's not him that's, it's not that story that's worth discussing. It's, it's the the mistress and the wife and what's going on there. Yes. Okay. So if you if you don't know what we're referring to is Donald Sterling. He's the only he's the owner of the Clippers. Um, he's he's been in some hot water before because he's a giant uh, effing racist disgusting pig from hell. Yeah. Uh, he came out with some horrible comments secretly. I guess I'm, I'm assuming secret, secretly recorded by uh, his girlfriend. Right. Not his wife. He right. has a wife and a girlfriend, and I'm single. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> Uh, hashtag apocalypse. Um, and he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Uh, All billionaires have wives and girlfriends. I don't want to brag ladies, but I started a savings account in January. (laughs) You'll be, did you hear me ladies? I said savings, not trekking a savings account. Do you have a 401k? (laughs) Stop. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. He's a disgusting pill. uh, Whatever. Pill and pig. Pill, Pill and pig. He's a pilg. But 
here's the you always have to remain positive uh the positive <laughs> thing was adam silver the nba commissioner i watched his press conference press conference yesterday apparently i can't speak which is good because it's a speaking podcast um <laughs> and he handled himself so well he was jeff he was definitely like on point he banned him for life two point million million dollar fine uh, and basically going to get all the coaches together and try to, you know, vote him out of the league, make him sell the team, which I didn't even think you could. Yeah, I think you can you can force the sale. And yeah. um, the fact that that they came down hard on him instead of just making apologies, which is normally what happens in sports. Yeah, I, I agree. It was the right thing to do. He is the actually the oldest, I think owner yeah. meaning he's owned the team the longer yeah since the 80s like, yeah. yeah and they haven't won a single championship yeah so no, they maybe even maybe he close. should sell that maybe he should have sold the team five years ago yeah. um and this could be absolutely the best thing for the clippers yeah anyway yeah i mean i heard that um mayweather wants to buy it so here's some really good stuff this morning mayweather comes out he's like i might buy it uh Oscar De La Hoya is like, I'm interested, and I love De La Hoya. I've loved him since I, my mom and I went deep in the Olympics in the 80s. And, Interesting. Uh, he won the gold medal, and he yeah. was fighting for his mother, his grandmother. I think it was his mother. And my, I remember my mom and I watching every, and we're not big boxing fans, Olympic boxing match. Right. Um, and then just sobbing yeah. after. Well, did you see his photos in drag? Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. He's, oh, yeah. most, he's, he's beautiful. Oh God. He's gorgeous. Yeah. But okay. So a couple hours ago, it comes out. Oprah's mulling it over. Really? Oprah needs to buy the Clippers immediately. <laughs> I might, I might actually become an NBA fan. I, I was yeah. a college basketball fan. I watched yeah. IU Indiana university. Yeah. I was Bobby Knight. Like I loved Bobby Knight. Yeah. But professional basketball, I've not really gotten into, yeah. um, but I could maybe get interested because of the story. Because that's why I get interested exactly. in sports. It's yeah. the story. It's not always the sport. So yeah. Oprah, Oprah, Mayweather, De La Hoya. That's an interesting story. That is a really interesting story. Also, yeah. here's another really good, th- uh, you know, because the Clippers got killed to uh, Golden State on Sunday night. And it was really, it was awful. They bounce back. Now, I have a really good friend who was on the show about a month ago. And she's going to come back and we're going to do more NBA stuff in another week or two. Courtney Cronin and her and her husband have Clipper season tickets, right? They're mm. been huge Clipper fans for a long time. And everyone would call for a boycott. And we were saying, like, no, like, you have to go to the game to support the right. players. Yeah, they support the players. Wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So I watched the game last night. The support was tremendous. They were chanting, we are one. I was course just crying yeah. like a baby uh, <laughs> i am of course a couple days outside the self-imposed menstrual hut but still i cry at sporting events like it's my job but the chanting uh they, there was a lot of black shirts that said we are one right. it was an amazing response it was it was and maybe that's honestly what because the clippers have always been sort of like the redheaded stepchild yeah. Yeah. of basketball because of, to the lakers yeah you know who are clippers fans i don't even know <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know that they had season tickets available. Like, <laughs> did people go to the games? Honestly, so maybe yeah. this is exactly what needs to happen to, like, bring the team, you know, yeah. some attention and, you know, get people interested. Because I, of course, as a sports fan like you, I'm interested in that. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is, this is, I watched them all put their jerseys. And I was like, that's an amazing moment It in was sports. an amazing moment. And yeah. they got rid of this jerk who had, jerk, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. So he's got a girlfriend and he's got a wife. They're aware of each other, and the wife is suing the girlfriend for all the gifts that the husband gave to it's her. It's amazing. And why is that okay? It's like why is thinking, she like, suing? Why is she suing the mistress? Why? I exactly. I had a 
you know, like I'm on ESPN.com and like my 8,000 sports shows, like on a, on a basically a live feed that goes right into my ear 24 hours a day. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, okay, you know, after all the comments and all this, I was like, well, I kept going, wait, wait, why isn't anyone talking that he's a wife and a girlfriend? Right. This is crazy. I know. And they're aware. You know, you know, most of the time there is a wife and a girlfriend or whatever. Right. When you get to like, you know, billionaire, it's a good point. You kept saying, yes. yeah, he's a billionaire because I kept going. Uh, but he has a wife and a girlfriend, but he's a billionaire. But it's but the fact that it's out in the open, the wife can't sue the girlfriend. Well, she is because she's not going to divorce him because exactly. then she'll lose half of her I mean, money. She can. It just feels like if you're the wife and you're married to this piece of shit, which clearly she knows he's a piece of shit. Of, of, yes. So that speaks volumes, I'm sorry, about her. He's a billionaire. But still... It's so disgusting. And the fact, I, I don't want her near the team. I don't want yeah. anybody near those, I those people near the team. But if you're like, all right, I'm going to stick with this man for the money. Because mm-hmm. maybe, clearly. May, okay, so maybe like that's her motive, whatever. Then you, I'm sorry, then you can't sue the, the girlfriend. I agree. I totally because agree. Because you've made a horrible life choice committing yourself to this giant effing pig from hell. Right. So you know what? If there's a girlfriend, you're going to, you suck it up. I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these women. I think it's disgusting. And the to, girlfriend, the way- I'm sorry, has rearranged her face medically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if her cheek, if she knows that her kneecaps are on her cheeks. <laughs> Because her face is cray cray. It is crazy, but she's all over. She's getting exactly what she wants right now. Of course she's I mean, she's exactly wearing her she visor all over the place, but you know, the Ugh. visor now has become the sign that it's her and she knows it. And she's going out to the Grove and you yeah. know, being seen everywhere. She's going to make, she's going to have a line of sex tape. She's going to have a sex tape with a visor seen and whatever, <laughs> you know, that's coming. I mean, that's always the next step for these attention seeking fame yeah. whores is like, get some attention and then do a sex tape that gets leaked yeah you it know? would be it would be kind of amazing if everyone was wearing a visor in the sex tape <laughs> it would be literally one of the greatest sex tapes of all time i yeah i mean it would that, just be known as like the, the, vi- the visor the visor the visor sex tape the visor well when tape. i accidentally release my sex tape i will think about doing that <laughs> that's a very good point Oh, God, I'm always like, should I release it this week or should I hold out until after the comedy festival? <laughs> after, uh, after. After. Always after. Yeah. So he's uh, he's a giant pig. But I always, you know, like to be more positive than negative. He's going to burn in hell. Right. The Clippers are coming together. The The team has been fantastic all year. I, You know, I'm a, a Knicks fan. And um, is there a, on my soundbite machine, is there a... Yeah, that's what it feels like to be a Knicks fan. So I was like, all right, when I came here, like, you know, to L.A., I was like, and I hate the Lakers with everything in my being. I hate them just because. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the East Coast. You hate, you just, you're born to hate the Lakers, you know? If I lived out here, I'd like the Lakers, whatever. But uh, so then I've always kind of adopted the Clippers since I've been out here. And, you know, they were just so horrible for so long. It's been so fun to see them get better and better. And so hopefully this can be uh I mean to see them go the all the way after this happened would be one of those like yeah. goosebump you know sports yes. stories that everyone would watch. Yeah. I would watch that series if the yeah. Clippers got to and I don't think I've watched, you know, first of all it goes on way too long. 7 games oh, is ridiculous. This is round 1. I know. I know. This is round it's 1. It's going to be August before it, I always say I like September 1st NBA finals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so stupid. But I would watch if yeah. if the Clippers got to the championship, I would want to be I would want to experience that. Oh uh, yeah. You know, to see if yeah. it happened. So well, I'm telling you, the way the NBA playoffs are shaking down, it's almost like anyone's game right now because everyone just assumed it would be Oklahoma City 
and probably San Antonio, and that could go either way. Oklahoma City is down three games to two to the Memphis Grizzlies. Four. This is the fourth game they've had in overtime. <laughs> and I'm like, what's happening with – I picked the Thunder to win the whole thing. Um, <laughs> they might not get out of round one. San Antonio looks incredibly shaky. Uh, you know, the Clippers look horrible Sunday, looked fantastic last – like, who yeah. knows? Then on the east side, the Pacers, which I picked to – potentially beat Miami they're down three games to one like it's I thought it was two three to two. Oh, is it three to two I think it is it, it no yeah maybe it's three to two they they tied it back up but then they lost by like 10 in Indiana last night yeah I know my family has season tickets oh okay, to the yeah. Pacers I like um, the Pacers I'm like what is I happening? would they've been I mean they, it's been sad you know they've even when they had Reggie Miller they just couldn't get it together yeah. and like yeah. I would love to see them obviously because they're an Indiana team I'd yeah. love to see them actually go um I mean Clippers Clippers Pacers could be. I just want um, anyone to beat the Heat, you yeah, know? Like, I that's know. been my theory since day one. I can't stand them. Yeah. So I thought all year long, the Pacers look so good. I'm like, all right, finally. They but they have... play 9,000 games. Yeah. That's why I like football, because yeah. it's like each game counts. It's one a week. It's important. It's like you yeah. play in baseball and basketball. How many games are they playing a season? It's like Well, baseball is like 180, but basketball is like, I think... 80 something that's crazy yeah. to me yeah, it is crazy I don't know I I, I I get they're selling tickets I mean obviously there's yeah. money but I just for me when the stakes are higher it's yeah. more interesting well I watch I, I watch NBA I'm a huge college basketball fan right NBA I kind of gave up for a while then then when I moved to New York in like 96 I really got back into it because the Knicks were so fun and I could walk I lived I lived in Chelsea and I could walk to met the garden oh, wow. you know and uh, but then when I'm out here, you're so far away away from like the Knicks and I don't know. I'm never like the hugest NBA fan, but I do thoroughly enjoy watching the playoffs. I really yeah. do. That's when I kind of get into it again. Um, but anyway, anybody's anybody's game, and I'll be cheering for the Clippers. Me too. I'll be, be cheering, be cheering for, for the Clippers. Clippers. That would and be I'll be fun cheering to watch. For the Pacers. I'll be cheering for absolutely anyone <laughs> that can beat the Heat. Please, someone beat the Heat. I can't be emotionally involved like it was last year. Um, all right, so we're off NBA. Fantastic start. I Yay. Gave us an NBA. Opening. And I was able to talk about it, and I don't even really watch Look it that you. much. No, you Look know. Because I'm a sports fan. Oh, I'd also give a little shout-out to the Washington Wizards. I like the Chicago Bulls. I've always been a Bulls fan. But it's always nice to see new teams win. Oh, yeah. And Washington Wizards beat the Bulls, and it's their first series win since 2005. Congratulations. Yay. To the Washington <laughs> Wizards. Ooh, Wizards. That's a great is, audience. That's a great audience. That, we're in front of a live studio yes, audience. Yes, we are. There's at least four people here, and they sound like they're in hey, a box. keep going. You guys God, keep, great. Keep clapping. Yay. We'll give you drinks Thank you. Later. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we yeah. have a huge following here. We do. And, you know, Carol, uh, Jill met Carol earlier. Carol Carol's, went on the street today and grabbed a whole bunch of people for I this know. live Carol's podcast. fantastic. Yeah. I really like it. I'll buy Carol a drink. Oh, woof. Actually, yeah. just keep that. Keep that lower your voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Six days sober. She's six days sober. Oh, God. Yeah. Get God. out of the liquor cabinet, Carol. God, Carol. I'm sorry. Wow. You just pushed her over the edge. Wow. That's totally well, fine. I'll buy you a drink anyway. Uh, Carol braided her hair for this podcast. She looks fantastic. She's I'll very post, pretty. I'll post some pictures. <laughs> um, a quick, no, we're not going to cover this, but maybe we'll do it a little bit more. Uh, for our hockey fans out there, I'm a big Rangers fan, so I've been watching the Rangers Flyer series. I'm seeing a, a pattern. <sighs> With the teams uh, that you like? Oh, yeah, all New York sports. <laughs> uh, I'm from New York. Uh, but hockey, people, if you're like, I sort of like hockey, I sort of don't. 
tonight oh wait this airs tomorrow but that's okay um today flyers rangers minnesota colorado Kings, san jose all three three games all decided that's pretty exciting i have a show tonight and i literally will be coming home and watching apparently a lot of hockey I can't see. I don't know what to say about hockey. I grew up here. Here's my quick story. Grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and there is a team called the Comets. And I guess they're like the what is the next level down? Like farm from, club, like a triple A. Yeah, yeah, they're like a triple yeah. A. So that was like the one thing that you could do. So I used to go to Comets games. That's and fun. What's, yeah. No, I, I, I like hockey, but it's just too fa- like the puck changes. Yeah, it's it's incredibly it's it's, it's I don't know. I, I don't I maybe I'm not seeing the strategy because everyone's skating all over the place and I can't keep track of like football yeah. I see the strategy yeah. basketball I see the strategy yeah. I don't see the strategy in hockey well hockey it's a little bit a little bit murkier because it's so intense and it's so physical and these guys are on effing blades like right it's I think arguably the best athletes are hockey players I mean UFC they, they can well <laughs> you we'll get to that if UFC was on roller skates <laughs> Um, Ooh, there's but an like, interesting sport. They constantly have to change, you know, mm-hmm. lines because you can only do this for three or four minutes at a time before you like lose your mind, like right. you get winded. So that type of changing and those line changing and the blue line and the icing, it is, it gets complicated. But I do, I do have to argue that playoff hockey, I even like more than playoff basketball. Wow. It's just about one of the most exciting things on the planet. I'd go. I mean, I'll go to just about any live sporting event. We should event. go to a Kings game next year because Kings games are really fun. There's actually not a bad seat in the house to see the King, a Kings game. I've been to one before, but I, I, I Did didn't like it? the person I was with. Oh, well, kind of ruined the game. Yeah. Well, you can't go to any sporting event with an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, that was my mistake. Um, But I'd try that again. Okay. I definitely try it again. All right. That sounds Um, good. Okay. So since we are, uh, you know, we're a week away from the draft. (gasps) It's uh, obviously we're huge football fans. Huge. And let's talk about let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about uh, upcoming football, uh, upcoming football season. What our goals are? I've got many. Let's just start talking about it. Okay, so you're a Colts fan. Talk to me what it's like in general to be a Colts fan. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I got to tell you, we went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Um, and and what was great about a lot of times when you know there's a changing of the guard, there's sort of this. I don't know. Sometimes the fan, uh, the way that it happened with Manning, and this is old news, but the way that it happened, I I think it happened in the classiest way possible. Yeah. The fans still love Peyton and he built, he built the stadium. He built the city up. He brought the Super Bowl to Indianapolis and they still have that love and respect for him. And it was almost when he lost, when he came back and lost, I watched that game. It, it was hard. You know, oh, because yeah. it, it's like, of course, we're rooting for for the new guy and to, to, to make a good yeah. showing. But we wanted Peyton. I mean, I think secretly everyone kind of wanted Peyton to come back and get the win. Yeah. Um, But to go from like, I think one of the greatest quarterbacks to the new greatest quarterback, we've just been really lucky. Yeah. Having said that, we have never had defense and we have a horrible running game. Um, <laughs> Let's break it down. I actually yes. pulled up. uh what the uh, 2014 NFL draft, I'm looking at it right now, Indianapolis Colts draft needs, uh, because that's how Defense. much I like to study other people's teams. Cornerback, safety, uh, outside uh, linebacker. Okay, the, the headline says safety and quarterback. Jill, yeah. you are on fire. <laughs> I'm telling you. On fire. Oh, by the way, you're, you're welcome for Hakeem Nicks. 
Yeah. You're going to love him. I know. He's got the largest hands. Yes, you know I they know. have to special order gloves for Yes, him. I do know that because I watch a lot of Giants game because I have a lot of friends who are Giants fans. So yes. I've watched I I mean I watch football on Sundays uh, during the season pretty much from the minute the day begins until Monday night is over. It's the most glorious thing ever. It's I don't stop watching football. And and but and there are certain teams that I love to watch and the Giants are one of those teams. So I'm well aware of him and I'm so excited. I can't Um, believe we lost him. But we still need defense. Yes. And we still need to get our running game together. And speaking of the draft we gave up our first round draft pick for for Richardson. Yeah. He came over from the Browns. Yes. And I still believe he is an elite running back. I think that he came in. He's still a young guy. I don't, you know, there are certain, there are players who hit the ground running and then there are other players who need a couple of years to sort of adjust. Yeah. I think he is an elite running back. I think he's going to be great. And I think he just needs to adjust to our offense and our offense needs to adjust to having a running game. Yeah. So I think him going through camp this year will have a totally different, you know, because he said, you know, they're like, well, the Colts don't have a first round draft pick because of you. And he said, I am that draft pick. And I agree with him. That's a he's great worth, comment. He yeah. is worth a first round draft pick because that's yeah. one of our holes, definitely, in our games. So, yeah. um, no, I thought the Richardson pickup last year was fantastic because here's the thing. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I uh, have a little. You know, it's that thing where you get sick and then a month later you're like, when is it going to end? <laughs> yes. And then Carol's been shooting me up with bi- vitamin B12 shots. Thank God for Carol. God, uh, I didn't really know that you're supposed to uh, put the needle right between the eyes. <laughs> uh, but may, it might be, that might be her thing. Anyway, uh, I thought you were supposed to put in that fleshy in your area butt. of ladies' hips. In your butt is where you put it. Carol, are you trying <laughs> to kill me? Put it in her butt, Carol. Here's the thing. I... You know, I obviously have a a wonderful, wonderful uh, sports problem. So last night, (laughs) I was thinking to myself, first of all, every time I, when I'm on uh, ESPN.com and ESPNW.com, because I'm an equal, I uh, love everything about women's and men's sports, I always go to the insider, that little, Mm -hmm. you know, orange tab, because I like to see Mel Kuyper versus Todd McShay. Oh, boy. And then I get to the first three picks, and it's like, you got to join the insider thing. And I said, why am I not a member of this? This is insane. So last night, I finally bought ESPN the magazine, and now I can get the insider. I'm like... This is bizarre that I haven't done that maybe like 15 years ago. I mean, I have sports. How much did it cost? It's like 30 bucks for the oh, year. It's right. ridiculous. See, now you're in. So I was pulling up the draft picks because I was trying to figure out um, what spot, you know, the Colts had. And then I couldn't find the Colts. I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, oh, that's right. The Richardson pick. Mm-hmm. But at the at twofold, I was looking at everybody else's picks, you know, kind of just skimming you were hard-pressed to find a running back. And yeah. I think maybe they scouted, I'm sure, if I'm coming up with this, yeah. they've already thought of this. Yeah. But, you know, there's heavy O-line drafts. There's heavy quarterback drafts. Like, like this this draft coming up, there's substantial, like four or five quarterbacks that could be fantastic. Right. You know? So I think they looked ahead, you know, yeah. and they're like, all right, it's going to be it. Plus, you put a running back in, you're going to need him to play a couple years before he's really in the groove. Absolutely. So I think, I think the Richardson move was fantastic. I do too. We just, your O-line sucked last year, didn't it not? Yeah. Luck was, I think he was like the, I don't know. Yeah. Seventh most sacked. I mean, he was, and he's incredibly fast on his feet for how big he is. Phenomenal. He's ridiculously good. I mean, he's like, if you combine Peyton's brain with, 
Brady's, and I hate Tom Brady so yeah. much, um, but with his, you know, overall knowledge of the game with like the athleticism of like Aaron Rodgers yeah. is you've got all three of those in Andrew Luck and he's still a baby. Yeah. I mean, he's still learning. He's like two years in the league, three? Yeah. This yeah. will be his third. Unbelievable. So he's, he's so fast on his feet and yet he still got sacked. Yeah. So many. Our O line is horrific. Our O line. My Giants O line is horrific. It's, and yeah. it's if you, the year that we won the Super Bowl, um, the Colts won the Super Bowl, our O line was amazing. Yeah. We had no defense. But the point is, is when you have Peyton Manning or you yeah. have an Andrew Luck. Yeah. If your quarterback can get the ball out, we don't need defense. And people always say, no, defense wins Super Bowls. I'm not anymore. I think it's an offensive game now. Well, except for last year's Super Bowl. Well, yes. That was <laughs> horrible and boring. Um, yeah. But in general, I think the game is changing. I'm not saying you don't need defense. I'm yeah. saying when you have a quarterback that talented, you need to focus your – I mean, we need to focus on defense too, but our yeah. O-line needs – we have to keep him healthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, going to get sure. demolished. You need, you need a better balance. I mean, it's always like – I do think if a superior defense will win every game. I do believe that. However, um, you have to – more often than not, that's like um, – not like a rarity, you know what I mean? More often than not, if you look at all these championship teams, it's like a, a really wonderful balance or an insane, amazing defense, which only pops up, I think, you know, like you, you, 86 Bears and right. well, I mean last year's Seahawks. But more often than not, it's it's a good balance. And those prolific offenses uh, usually have an advantage, you know what I mean? Like Because if you take like throughout the whole season – if you just took like the Broncos offense or if you took like a, that, that you were Drew Breeze, uh, like the Saints offense or like a Tom Brady, when they put up 45 points a game, arguably th- that other offenses are going to be able to keep up. So I'll, right. I'll give you that. But I do think I did watch a whole bunch of Colts. Now, I've been a Colts. Um, I would. I'm not like a, a big Colts fan, but mm-hmm. I've loved the Manning family for so long. They're amazing. When I was in New York City like years ago, I had a really good friend who went to the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he got me watching a little bit more into, you know, college football. So I just randomly started watching Tennessee. And I was like, "Wait a minute. <laughs> I I remember his dad. I never yeah, saw Archie, Archie Manning play, but yeah. I remember my dad talking about Archie Manning." Mm-hmm. So I, that's how I start I just really kind of stepped into this whole Manning world. Yeah. So then I kind of fell in love with Peyton in Tennessee, and then I you know, I'm such a football fan that who doesn't want to watch Peyton Manning play? Right. I yeah. mean, it's like a general. Yeah. So then um I so that's when I started, you know, kind of watching the Colts, cheering for the Colts. I was like, "Well, I don't have an AFC team, you know." So I've always been, you know. So now I'm like I've always had such a soft spot for the Colts, even though Peyton's gone, and now I have a little soft spot for Denver. Um, I like I like the Colts. I like luck. Well, if, yeah. if you if you watch like, and maybe my bias for offense comes from the fact that other than the year that Peyton was out, we've not really had a good defense in years. Yet we always have a winning record. Yeah, and same. I mean, same with. There's a lot of teams, uh, you know, in in the NFL that have really great off like the Broncos that have no defense. They had an amazing record. Yeah. You know, whether or not they'll win in, I guess in the playoffs in the Super Bowl could be another question. We'd have to look at that over the, I just, yeah. I personally, I hate watching defensive games. I think they're boring as hell. They are totally. Boring. I want to watch. I know that's why yeah. they're changing rules all the time, but it's, yeah. you know, high scoring offensive games are fun to watch. Yeah. And it's why football is exciting. It's yeah. why, you know, 
it, it's to me the most exciting sport on the planet is watching that ball fly with and two it's seconds on the clock. Ball. Yeah, it's, you know what it's I mean. Crazy. I love that. I love that. It's so. I mean, all all of the parts of it. But but anyway, I mean, we need we need defense. We need our O line. We you know we gave up a lot of huge plays last season because we just don't have. I mean, they our wide receivers are amazing. I mean, yeah. that's where we spend and all then of our get money. Reggie Wayne back, and then we get Reggie Wayne back. Ugh, I love when he went out. Oh my god, I that cried. Was, that was that Monday Night Football game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we might have texted each other. I think that yeah. you might have sent me a, I like, just, a condolences. I was like, I, he's been one of my favorite players for so long. And when he went down, and it was like his foot got caught in the turf, right? Yeah. I was like, no, no, not Richie and Wayne. Knew. And that killed that momentum yeah. of the game. I think you guys went on to lose that game, we did. right? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh. Because, you know, no matter what the team, like, you just, injuries... Unless it's the Cowboys or the Eagles, are just or you don't Tom wish Brady. that on you don't wish that on it. I really actually don't watch on, on that on anyone. But, no, I don't either. But, uh, I but that do. one was like that brutal. was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible, and everyone knew the minute it happened, it was his ACL, and he was out. He's such a classy, and that's the other thing about like the the Colts that I really love is they're a classy team. Yeah, like they're really careful because there is there are there is so much crap going on behind the scenes with all these players getting arrested and raping women it's and drugs awful and, and, it's disgusting and honestly the Colts are really careful about who they draft they want to keep like this to be a team of gentlemen and that, yeah. not, I don't mean that like in a dumb joking way I mean yeah. that like it's really important to them that they have people with integrity on their team and they don't want to babysit and they don't want to deal with the legal problems of a spoiled rotten kid yeah. that wasn't you know yeah. That's why I love Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Like, there's been no, you know, except for Plexico Burris oh, shooting himself yes. in the leg and denying and herself yes. probably a chance Which to sucks repeat championships. Because he was a really good yeah. receiver. No, he was amazing. You know, we've had a couple bad apples, but like I can maybe two, you right. know, like, and, and that's why I, you know, Coughlin, it just throws down the hammer and he's like, that's just not acceptable. I like that. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's, it, it's a reflection of your team. Yeah. It's a reflection of the, the city where the team comes from. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And, and so all, you know, uh, Reggie Wayne has always been like, he's not showy when he gets a touchdown, he doesn't do a little dance and all yeah. the nonsense. Although sometimes those are fun to watch. Oh, you I know, love when he and Marvin Harrison dances. were just yeah. our guys, they would just score and put the ball down and walk off. Yeah. And that to me is like the classiest, like yeah. that's a badass. Yeah. Not the, you know what? I, yeah. You just were going to do this also. Yeah, I was going to do. You were no, no, no. But no, I love him. No, I know. I know. I love him. I don't think that's, a, that's yeah. too and much. And it's not showy. It's just a no. little bit. I mean, I don't If I was a wide sometimes. receiver, I would have excessive end I probably end zone, would too. zone dances. At least sure. once or two. If on a big play. Yes. I'm not going to say. No, I wouldn't be a jackass and I would yeah. never be like. Taunting. I pride myself on sportsmanship like conduct when I ha- when I do this podcast and uh <laughs> I would never be gross in any way but I do love to dance yes I know you do so yes. Jill and I have hit the dance floor many a time I know we kind of missed our opportunity at Dinah I, I was bummed I, I wanted to I wanted to dance but I didn't want to go in the crowd either um I'm afraid I feel like I should just go on a small really quick uh like minute story that did, did I tell you do we talk about the pedometer no. Okay. Really, really, really quick. <laughs> Sports without balls, people. You're just, you're just gonna have to. It's a minute. It's so funny. So Jill and I were at this. Uh, I was performing. We we're both doing shows at uh, the Dinah Shore Drunken Lesbian Tit Convention um, in Palm <laughs> Springs, 
It's super gay. Whatever. So I'm on the dance floor, you know, as I do, dancing it up. And I see this really uh, cute lady next to me in like a tight black cocktail dress. I was like, good for you. <laughs> Trying. And uh, we're dancing, we're dancing. And I was like, well, you never know. She falls. She takes a dance turn for the worse. Uh, falls on the dance floor. I was like, oh, shit. So I'm trying to pick her up. Her cocktail dress now floats above her underwear. So I'm trying to take the dress, pull it down over her underwear. And I notice there's a pedometer clipped to her underwear. <laughs> what? There is a pedometer clipped to her underwear. And I was like, Lesbos, take a night off. Either go dancing or Get your exercise, but do not combine them. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, our people are so, I was like, pedometers are for like, I'm going out running or I'm, I'm going to, you know, get my steps all day or whatever. Oh, yeah. Wow. On the dance floor, clipped her underwear. I've not thought of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you haven't thought of that. Cause then I was like, uh, and then she got up and, you know, I was like, and then I just was like, I have to dance away immediately yeah. because nothing, I'm not hanging up with the lady. I can see you dancing away. Yeah. I, was I like, know exactly gonna, how that went. I'm going to shimmy my way over here. <laughs> yeah. But I think I would in general, uh, plan out some sweet, sweet, yeah. uh, end zone moves. I do sure. it. I, okay. I would do one if I were in do the Super one. Bowl and yeah. I caught a pass. Oh my God. But I yeah. would be the quarterback and not a... I yeah. wouldn't play if I'm way too small, but I played quarterback in Powder uh, we, Puff. We need to yeah. uh, talk about that immediately. Both both years, junior and senior year, and I won both Of times. high school? Yeah. You played Powder Puff? I played Powder Puff, yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Sure. I would have done that. We, we never had any – we no, I, we moved to Rhode Island when I was like 12. There was, there was nothing for women for football. Nothing. Oh, well, I mean, it wasn't like we didn't play city. It was just like an yeah, inter-school, still. you know. Oh, we so got it, was, it was in high – like yeah. you played other high school women. Yeah, we played each other. So it's like awesome. The, yeah, the juniors and the, the freshmen played against the sophomores and the seniors. And both years I was the quarterback and won both years. I mean, like – we won. Nice. Yeah. So it was good. And I love to play, but I'm Bennett afraid. Under center. I know, but I'm afraid to play now. Wait, was like, it tackled? Did you guys tackle each other? Well, it, technically it was flag, but we yeah. like, tackled. I mean, it was like, yeah. you know how girls get. It's yeah. like, it's almost w- when it is flag, it's rougher than when it would, <laughs> when it would be. Like two hand touch or something. Yeah. yeah. It, it ends up being crazy. Because people are, I've played flag, fo- flag football before it. And sometimes you have to dive to get the flag. And I'm like, I'm going to take out the girl's leg. Right. What am I going to do? Exactly. So and it was I'm that type super, of thing. It was that way. Yeah. And I'm really competitive. Yeah. Like, I, I can borderline, like, poor sportsmanship at oh! times. <laughs> I, I will admit. Okay, wait. So I've, give us, like, give us, like, a couple plays where you're, like, you woke, you got up and you're like, oh, shit. I okay, well, I'll tell you. That. I've I've been, th- I was thrown out of my eighth grade. I was the captain of my basketball team in eighth grade. And I was thrown out of a game because I got three technical fouls. What? The second technical. Doing what? The second tech. Uh, well, I tripped a girl. She okay. she was elbowing me under the basket every time she go for the rebound. She was getting in an elbow, and they were never calling it. Yeah. So fast break down the court. She's running, and I just put my foot out. Oh. She tripped, and the wall was very close. No. no. So she smashed into the wall, and like her nose was bloody. No. Oh, it was. Jill. I mean, it was so obvious that I tripped her, and yeah. like I was like, you know. But she didn't elbow me again. All right. Well, fair um, enough. So I did get thrown out of a game in eighth grade. Um, and I was you just sort keep of tripping her on the third trip. Well, like, and I, You're did, out. I did the jump ball move where they've already called jump and I just keep I won't stop. I'll just make sure that I get the last rip of the ball out. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, just for the so that they understand yeah. I'm not going to back down because yeah. I I mean, I was the center 
And I was as tall as I am. I'm 5'5". Five, five. Wow. So we had no tall people on team. So I'm battling girls that are like three and to that's, four that's or five brutal inches. When when you're you're literally outmatched physically. Yes. What can you do? You you have to be scrappy and mean. Poke them in the eyes. Poke them in the eye. Trip them. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't do that. But I I I would get. I can see red sometimes like when I'm super like my, my <laughs> friends will all tell you I am super competitive yeah, and yeah. poker same thing super competitive it's like I've learned to temper that in yeah. my age um I now can like just play and have fun but yeah. I, I am very like, I get intense I, get, I know I get uh I think when you play lifetime of sports like I have that that sort of like team building competitive nature first of all i think is a fantastic thing mm-hmm. and it, it just helps you succeed in life in general and girls need to do more of and, it and girls need to do a lot more of it but even when i play like horse or like a two on two i'm like oh i'm winning oh yeah like i'll i'll blow out my back before like i can uh, see y- yeah i won't be able to walk the next day i'm like well we won by two and overtime we- <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's so stupid i played broom ball one year with a group of girls broom, broom, broom ball is basically like it's a hockey but with a ball on you know a regular floor and you're okay. just running around and you're do you trying have proper to... sticks or do you have brooms? No, you have like a stick okay. with like a sort of a, a wider end at the bottom. Okay. Okay. I could not walk for two days. I mean, I played so hard and I got yeah. the game winning goal, so it was worth all of it. But for the <laughs> next two days and yeah. I work out like, yeah. it's not like I'm not an active, I work out yeah. five days a week, Yeah. but I couldn't get out of bed for two days. Every muscle hurt everything hurt and I was like I'd do it again <laughs> god damn it here we playing that again and now I'm like playing tennis again like yeah. I got my my girlfriend's never played before so I was like let's teach you and she's of course she's really jockey so she picked it up and she's really good already and yeah. I'm like you can't beat me I've been playing tennis since I was like 15 yeah. years old yeah so I'm stretching and like killing back muscles like my neck is out of whack right now and I'm like let's play again you know because I can't lose yeah. it's we should play pickleball what the hell is pickleball 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 is like the greatest thing ever. I just bought maybe two hundred dollars. Did you say pick Amazon. up or pickle? Pickle. Oh, you did say pickle. Pickle. Yeah, it's pickle's like a it, funny word. It pickles like, the, and also I sort of have an obsession with uh, eating pickles. But anyway, I do too. I love pickles. I love pickles also. But like, like classic <laughs> dill spears, not like the zesty. Bread and ones. I like the plastic zesty so dill good. spears. I can eat. So I have good. two in my. Ha- Okay. Anyway, what is pickleball? Well, I love sandwiches. I'm like <laughs> a huge sandwich person. Like if you're like deserted island i'd be like grilled cheese bag of lays pickle done yeah, i'm yeah, good like yeah. you could be like gourmet i'm like nah no just grilled cheese bag of lays pickle um <laughs> and listen you can have the grilled cheese in a bag of lays and you're like great but then you add a pickle and you're like, it's yeah, amazing i know god i love pickles but what is um, pickleball <laughs> okay so pickleball <laughs> you mentioned with us we just talk about pickles for 25 minutes and then it's the like pickle a cucumber <laughs> and you make it delicious um pickleball is like they play it, it almost looks like a, a wiffle ball and like kind of like a larger, uh, almost like a, a filled in a racquetball racket. Okay. And you play on uh, the service courts. Okay. Um, on like the back of that, of the, you use the doubles with. Okay. And you play on like the back, back line of the service box. Okay. And it's like, it's like a giant, almost like, Ping pong meets tennis. Meet, it's so fun. Okay. And you don't kill yourself. And you play, right. you play doubles. I'd, I it's would totally so play fun. that. All it's right. so fun. Technically, it was, resta- it was started in a retirement community. But a lot <laughs> of younger people play it. And it saves my back. And, it's, and it gets me on a tennis court. I love shuffleboard, too. <laughs> so I could totally get into this. You guys, I like cards. I like uh, cards. Yeah. I'm going to be a great old lady. I really am. 
Um, I always say like we all have to retire to like the same retirement community and then like everyone's going to have like their I'm going to be like spoken word. Aaron's in charge of comedy and spoken word on Tuesdays. And then uh, uh, ex-girlfriend, future wife, she's in the beauty industry and she'll be like, okay, I'm going to do hair and makeup on Tuesdays. Future wife. Oh God, they'll all be there. We can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to limit it to like three X's per person to keep, you know, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just take one. Uh, but yeah, wait, so what the heck was I talking about? Pickleball, tennis? Yeah. Competitive. I don't know. (laughs) We've gone off on quite a tangent. Doesn't matter. Uh, But okay. Here's a couple more things about football. Um, Every, well, first of all, your opening week is against Denver in Denver. Oh my God. Which is going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But overall, let's say you get some, you get some good picks. Um, I want to talk about the draft in a second. You sure up some picks. Um, What are you predicting? Like, what are you feeling about like the season in general? I feel like it's, we're going to have a pretty similar season. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to, put together I would hope at least 12 or 13 wins yeah I still feel like this team is so young and I'm not looking I even said last year I'm not looking for them to get into the Super Bowl yeah I don't think they're ready for that yet of course I would love to see them get there yeah but I just don't think they're quite ready yeah and as long as they keep having these seasons where they're improving they're gelling in like two or three years, this contenders. is going to be they could be contenders. For oh, sure. they're, I mean, they're, they're going to be crazy. And I love your coach. Pagano is awesome. Oh yeah. He's amazing. Talk about a feel good story. Yeah. It was, oh. It's leukemia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. They, and they, but he's you know, doing a lot better. Right. And yeah. Oh, he's yeah. great. He's in yeah. remission. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to be fantastic in the next few years. So yeah. I think all Colts fans were really happy. We just want to have another good season. It was a great season last yeah, year where they're fun to watch and they're, you yeah. know, they're improving and you know, we don't, I don't feel like there, there's that immediacy yeah. that there is with, you know, the Broncos and you know, the giants kind of fell apart after, which was so strange. I'm excited for next season for the giants. I'm thinking a good seven and nine, maybe an eight and eight. <laughs> I, uh, I have, I've got some sweet high hopes. Uh, for what my happened? G-Men. Well, I think a, a bunch of things happen. I think the number what you hate to blame it on, you know, the thing about the Giants is, you know, since I've been a fan since I was like five or six, it's like, I know the Giants. We're, we're very consistent, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we don't do things like go 0 and 6. It just doesn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying we, we'll win every year. We don't even come close a lot of years. We're a good like 7 and 9, 8 and 8, maybe 9 and 7, or we'll win the whole thing. Right. You know? But... Uh, consistently, even if we, if we lose a game, we're in the game. Mm-hmm. So to go, zero and six, what no one really was also talking about, <clears throat> well, Giants fans were talking about is our entire offensive line was decimated. Yeah. I mean, that's true. And the, and the reason why we won those two Super Bowls and had all the success is because we had the long, the longest standing, like longevity in the offensive line in the entire N- NFL. Mm. I mean, we had four out of the five guys that played like eight years together. Oh, you wow. Know what I mean? So it so was they, amazing. Yeah. So at one point it was like week three or four, three out of our five offensive linemen had seven games experience in the NFL combined. Oh, wow. So then <laughs> week two, um, both are, we lose both run, running backs, right? We lost three offensive linemen, uh, linemen, uh, two running backs. Our safety went down. The corner went down. <laughs> Um, Tuck wasn't playing. Uh, Pierre Paul wasn't playing. I was like, we don't, 
when I'm telling you I turn on every week I turn on the game I go who is that <laughs> I'd be like what is that guy I'd have to go to the computer and try to figure out who these players were right it and was they're, that they're out bad. there going what the hell am I doing yeah. out here <laughs> and so we finally got a whole bunch of people back mm-hmm. you know it was ugly we finally you know beat the Vikings in the Monday night cup and then we and so the last 10 games you know we went something like Eight and two or seven and three or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so but it was too late. We turned it around. Right. If we had beaten Dallas, which we should have in that yeah. second game. Yeah. And because the that. NFC East was so shitty, we had an outside chance to get into the playoffs. I know. You know what I mean? I was watching that game. So it wasn't like it was last year was a, it was a disaster, but it wasn't a total disaster. Yeah. So, and we picked up. We never have inc- like exciting drafts or exciting yeah. free agencies. We just the only thing exciting in the entire we're talking about the start of the Giants to the end of the Giants will be Eli Manning. That's the only yeah. time we even made a splash. But we consistently get really good people, um, kind of unknowns that plug in the holes that do really well right. as a team. But this off season. We got like seven all stars. I mean, aging, right? But still, no. But like that's... people like I would recognize, and yeah. not just like Johnson off the punting unit. And the you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, oh, so I think it was so bad last year that management was like, let's actually try to get some people before the draft, right? Yeah, let's shake things up. Yeah. I mean, the the Colts up until this new um, the 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 new. Uh, Ryan Grigson, I think is his name. Before he came in, we never participated. And, and, you know, I mean, our, our drafts were kind of boring. The free agency never happened. I mean, they never did anything. Yeah. And this year they, you know, I mean, we got a lot of really good people and they're, they're shaking it up. And, you know, it's hard because it's more exciting when your team is active in the free agency. Oh, it's so fun. This this year I was like, oh my God, we got who? We got what? We got Coleman. We got, I was like, all these people. I was like, holy crap, this is so fun. Yeah. It just gives you like, you know, a little bit of hope. Right. It's not like my hopes are squashed, but the NFL schedule came out uh, oh my last God. week, and we got uh, the NFC West. So in midseason, I think it's week eight and nine, we play the Seahawks, then we play the 49ers. And I'm like, really? We, and I then think the we Cardinals have the... are better than ever. Yeah. And what's the other team? Um, is it St. Louis? Yeah, the St. Rams. Louis. They were had a fairly good season last year. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. I know. And we have, like, the easiest schedule. The Colts' schedule is pathetic. I mean, it's we yeah. have we have the, the Broncos. Yeah. I think we have, like, two or three games that we know are going to be tough. But there's a lot of duds yeah. in there. Wait, so who's who's in your conference again? It's uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, Houston, Texas. Uh, who's the other one? Um, Jacksonville. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so here's my last football question because then I want to get to um, maybe some UFC, but definitely um, Kentucky Derby. You are, uh, you know, we talked about it briefly last week. I'm going to talk about it every week until uh, the draft is over, which I believe is next weekend. Mm -hmm. I think the draft is next weekend. Um, You're the Houston Texans owner. Do you take Johnny football? Yes. Yeah, over Clowney. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Please explain. Um... I don't know. I I personally think if you if you're if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a team. Yeah. Period. I that's that's where you begin always. And they're not the Texans don't have a quarterback. Nope. So you start with a quarterback. Yeah. And you build the team around. That's always the player. First of all, Houston has a really good team. Yeah. It's not like they don't have a really good team. Yeah. The the one like I go back and forth on this Johnny Menzel. Like Mm. I have to say. Yeah. 
I he's one of the most intriguing players, and I think everyone feels this way because he's real. He's got one leg in douchebaggery world. You oh know? yeah, and easy. so I don't want to cheer for him. But then I watched a whole bunch of his games, and I'm like, oh my god, this kid is like lightning in a bottle. You know, he is, but he's, but it could go either way. He's also he's it could go not, either way. He's not um he's not a hard worker. Yeah, like he's got a reputation of, of being a little bit of a, a slacker, and he that you know they do believe he's he's been very lucky in a lot of games. I think he's really talented yeah but but the nfl is a different game and and you have to i don't know that he's going to make the, i'm sure he will it's but there's so a, interesting to see where he goes and then of course we'll be watching football our, our whole lives and i think it's going to be one of those things where you know you watch those old nfl films and you see like or in basketball or whatever it's like oh my god michael jordan was picked like fourth or right you know um, exactly kevin durant was picked second uh marina was picked you know whatever and you're like oh my god look at all the other picks before yeah is it going to be that way if manzel is taken third fourth and Clowney is like eh but then again the no everybody's football notes on Clowney are like he's one of the highest rated players of all time to come out of college football right and manzel is like it's a total wild card situation. Yeah. I think it's got to be. But the fact that he's all these Texas ties, I think the Texans are very lucky to have the first pick, but I think it must be torture. It must be. But I, I still think for any team, you have to start with a quarterback yeah. and you build everything around that person. And, you you know, you can argue every, you know, every position is important, yeah. but the quarterback is it really is, is the most important the linchpin of, yeah. of the game. Yeah. So you, if you don't have a quarterback you're comfortable with, you're not going to win. I a forget Super Bowl. who did who did they trade for? Like as the back, they've got Keenum as the backup, and then they got rid of Schwab. But who did they bring in? I don't even remember. Um, it was so not rememberable. <laughs> it was something in the offseason. but it's it's a dude uh, that's been kicked around. Um, Oh God! I don't know. Whatever. It, it, it's it's someone that's like you know, like a Matt Flynn, but not a Matt Flynn. You know, like, I don't it's even. Like, um, and we played them, I yeah. think, three times last season. Yeah. And we came back and won this ridiculous game that we were down like thirty-five points or something, and we came yeah. back and won. Yeah. It was. Oh, sad. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Sorry to Fitzpatrick. interrupt. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. So we got him. He's the he was the Bills' backup. So I mean, so they they have, um, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. They've got that guy Keenum that came out of Houston, I think University of Houston, that played like okay. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He had some moments. But here's another thing, and then we'll and then I've said this before too, but they have a new coach, right? So they right. like Bill O'Brien, Penn State. And I was watching some sports show and they were saying he's like a real pocket, like, you know, quarterback guy and does the owner, you know, go over the coach's head? It's just there's so much, and that's why I think it's gonna be today they were saying that they think the Houston will take Clowney. I forget who's got the second pick. And the third pick is Jacksonville. And Jacksonville will take Johnny Menzel. And I have to say, I thought to myself, oh, what a waste. What a- yeah. <laughs> like, I know I know. there's a lot of wonderful Jacksonville flags, but they can't even fill the stadium. I know. You, you can never see them. We need to move them here. We need a football yeah, team. Yeah. We I was need- just like, oh, like, God. Just- Georgia. I, I've almost felt bad for Menzel in a while. I'm like... Oh, gee. I would rather be a Cleveland Brown than a Jacksonville Jaguar. Yeah, I would too. But I you would know. too. Anyway, so it's going to be interesting. So yeah. you would take Manziel. I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, in you know, it is their first. But even if he, they're not going to give him that long of a contract. If he has a bad first season, I mean, I guess they're going to have to give him a couple of years. It's hard to tell with quarterbacks. Yeah, you it's know, so hard to tell. It's such a, it's such a guessing game. Um, 
But, you know, also there's a lot of other really good quarterbacks in this draft, and maybe Houston's thinking, like, you know, you, you roll the dice on another one, or who knows? It's going to be very interesting, We'll people. see what happens. All right. Uh, last story. We're going to talk about um, on Sunday at the Kentucky Derby. Saturday. On, what did I say? Sunday? Saturday's Kentucky Derby. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, Saturday. I, I love the Kentucky Derby. I, I love all these horse races, and I pulled up. Um, let me bring this computer closer to me. I pulled up um, uh, all the horses. Carol, move this computer closer. Uh, I pulled up. Also, okay, so let's talk about this right before. I re- I didn't realize that the Kentucky Oaks mm. is the the race on Friday. It's all lady horses. It's fillies. It's fillies. I did not know yes, that. Yes, it's the, the lady horses. The lady horses' <laughs> names are so much more interesting First of all, then the men, then the, well, it's primor- primarily men's. Um, some of the lady horses' names <laughs> are, please explain, Sugar Shock, Rosalind, Kiss Moon, here's my favorite, Fashion Plate. Fashion Plate. Now, hmm. did you do the Fashion Plates growing up? I did. Okay, my yes. sisters did because they're insanely girly. Like I did yourself. them because they were there, not because I, ca- I mean, look at me. Do I look like I care about fashion? Well, you look like a really girly lady that could get into fashion plates. <laughs> your your again, version you just, of girly. Then again, you just talked about the offensive line of the cults. Yeah, I, your, <laughs> your version of girly is interesting, Erin. All right, but yes, fashion plate. Well, you're in a dress with bows in your hair. <laughs> Kidding. But fashion plate, I had this quick memory uh, that Megan and Tara, my sisters, they were obsessed with fashion plates when mm-hmm. they were little. And this is probably when I was like in fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. And... I borrowed my friend uh, Jeremy Christie's uh, Lynn's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers helmet for the weekend. I don't like the Steelers. It's just that he did, and I just wanted to wear a helmet all weekend. <laughs> and course. I pretended I was Lynn Swan for the entire weekend. And they were playing fashion plates in the kitchen, and I would jump over them and be like, and they were just like, stop playing football in the house. We're playing fashion plates. And I was just like, I got to get through the line. Like, I literally was jumping over my sisters using fashion so plates. So fashion plates, the, the lady horse. Yes. triggered this memory yep, that was my memory of your sisters and their fashion plates yeah so you're I gonna root see like, that's the kind of thing that's why you place the bet on fashion plate yeah that's how you that's how you pay if you if you don't know how to handicap horses properly which is where you actually do the homework you you know you read about the jockey you read about whether the horse is a mutter you read about what the weather conditions what does that are, mean a mutter it do they run well in mud oh. so if it rains you obviously, you're going to change your bets. That's why you wait until, you know, 15 minutes before the race to place your bets. Um, but so you find out all the horses' personalities. Do they like being on the inside? Do they like being on the outside? Do they like to be it's in the middle? Are they finishers? Do they like to start? Fa- I mean, it's yeah. like, it's a crazy mathematical, you know, and then the betting. The, the betting is insane. The trif- I always do exotics. <laughs> I don't like, I like to do like a trifecta box. Yeah. And I won like, um, I think it was... Gosh, now maybe five or six years ago, I was shooting this really horrible um, soap opera called Dante's Cove. Ugh. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's fun. I got to live in Hawaii for six weeks. It was great. But the derby was going on, and my friend Nancy Lee, who's a huge horse race fan, she's like, I'll place your bets for you. So I did a trifecta box, and it was a field of 21 horses, and I hit it, and I made Wait, so, $800. So describe, first of all, that's amazing. W- describe what that is. A trifecta is where listeners. you pick the horses that come in first, second, and third oh. place in the order 
they have to, it has to be that exact order. So you oh my say, God, that's amazing. this horse is first race, this horse is second place, this horse is third place. And they have to come in in that order. And it was so exciting because the horse that ended up winning that year was way back in the pack. And then they hit the, the final stretch and this horse just turned I love it that. on. I love when they and come back. From I, the I pack. mean, I was in the bar and yeah. one of my producers, we both had the same bet on this trifecta. We were just screaming our head or pulling our hair out. We that's didn't know awesome. how much it was going to pay yeah. because it was a 21 field of yeah. horses. And then they flashed it up on the screen and it was like $865 on a $1 bet. Oh like my God. That's amazing. Oh, you only bet $1, $1, $1 bet. That's why trifectas are fun to do because yeah. it's such it's statistically really difficult to pick the trifecta. Yeah. So um, it, it's it's a crazy fun, you know, and I had spent I studied it that year and I was like, this I is love my that. You st- I'm just going to start using the word mutter. Mutter. Aaron, what, He's a mutter. what else do you do? Well, I feel like my strengths in life are uh, stand up comedy, <laughs> talking about sports, and I am really good in the rain when I'm running. <laughs> I'm a mutter. I'm a mutter. I'm a mutter. Did you guys hear Foley was a mutter? <laughs> she is a mutter. All right, a couple more names. Unbridled Forever, super cheesy. Mm-hmm. Empress of Midway. That's going to be my new nickname for <laughs> <should> Jill. <laughs> Empress no. of Midway. After your Dinah. Midway. <laughs> Empress. Easy. Lower yes. your voice. Okay. Uh, got Lucky and Untappable. And Untappable. Oh, I like that one. Hands down favorite. Oh, I they love that said, name. They said uh, that, like, it's, it's not even going to be close. That Untappable is like two to one or something insane. Here's a couple other facts that I did not know because uh, Sports Without Paul's people, uh, fans... This is the 140th running. Boom. 140th running. Yeah, it's crazy. Here's a couple other... I get really into like research and facts. Um, that the Kentucky o- Oaks, uh, they're only three-year-old fillies. When you win, you get a, a ring of lilies. Lilies for the fillies. <laughs> the Oaks and the Derby are the oldest continuously contested sporting events in American history. Yes, that That's I amazing. Knew. 140 years they've been doing this. I mean, 1875 was the first running. Yeah, that was just a little while after the Civil War. Think I about mean, That's crazy. That is crazy. And then, so there is the Triple Crown for the ladies. It's... Um, it's this one, the Kentucky Oats. Then the Black Eyed Susan Stakes, which is like, Bel- uh, you know, sister of the Belmont Stakes, the Acorn Stakes. And when you win, if you win it, it's called the Triple Tierra. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so when adorable. When was the last Triple Tierra? No, no, I don't think it's ever been done. Because I, I feel like I would have. Well, the last Triple Crown was in 78. And it has been, we've come close so a couple close. of times. Two, I remember two legs, a couple summers yeah. in a row. And then this is really, because first of all, the reason why I started researching this was I was going through all these horses, um, which we'll go through. We'll end the we'll end the podcast with some predictions and uh, figure out what horses we like best. But I was like, wait, are there lady horses in the? I don't know. I keep saying lady horses in the fillies. I'm sorry, fillies. You, you know like when I go out horses. on the weekend. When I go out the weekend, I start looking for some hot fillies. Uh, but lady horses, and there's once in a while there'll be a lady yep. horse in the Kentucky Derby. But in 2008. A lady horse named Eight Bells came in second. That was yes. the closest. She, but it's so sad. Oh my God! Let me tell you the story really fast. It's this so is very sad. sad. She ran. I, I mean, know, it was. For her. I cried so hard. They yeah. had they had to put the horse down right after the race. Two it was broken ankles. It was horrific. It, I it was that. like the crowd and the own. They were showing the owners because she wasn't favorited. I mean, it's yeah. it's fillies to race. You know, that's that's hard enough to race against male horses, boy yeah. horses. Yeah. Um, but she ran the best race of her life 
and then the owners were cheering and everybody was so shocked that she came in second and then they had to it was it was so bad like everybody was bawling their eyes out i remember that because i remember going I mean, I know this was like six years ago, but you know, you have like that random selective sports memory. Cause I remember being like, Oh my God. And Cause as in cheering for the female jockey, like two right. years ago or last yeah. summer or two years ago, um, I was like, Oh my God, lady horse, let's do this. And then I remember reading that being like, Oh my God, that's right. That was that horrible yeah. moment where it happened so quickly after the race. Oh. Yeah. Well, and people, of course, everybody was like, horse racing is horrible. And it's yeah. like, they don't understand that you cannot you cannot rehabilitate a horse. Yeah. If they break their leg, they will get, they, there's no yeah. way yeah. you cannot help them. So that's yeah. like the, the, that's, that's why I don't run over three miles. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel the same. You just have to put me down. If I got a sprained ankle, I just I can't, <laughs> I can't recover. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not ready to end this world. <laughs> After three miles, I'm like, my lady legs are going to break and someone's going to have to euthanize me. And I don't want to do that. I can't believe you just made light of that situation. Sorry. Well, fully. you know, You're it's a, a comedy comic. podcast. It's what you do. <laughs> i got to make every horrible moment nicer. Okay, we're going to. All right. So here's the field. Uh, this is I want to get Jill Bennett's predictions. We've got a field of 21. Of course, I think a couple people might a couple people horses might pull out. Um the top three favorites are California Chrome. He is way favorited. Wicked Just, Strong mm-hmm. and Danza. Danza was named after Tony Danza, which is <laughs> hilarious. But here's an amazing story real quick. Wicked Strong. Now, I went through these names, which I'll go through them with you really quick. Wicked Strong, I was like, it reminded me of New England because growing up in Rhode Island, everyone was wicked, wicked awesome. Wicked, wicked, yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cheer for Wicked Strong because mm-hmm. it's, it made me laugh. <laughs> then I did a little bit of research. Don Little Jr., he owns Wicked Strong, has said he's going to uh, – 5% of any Wicked Strong's triple crown earnings will be donated to the One Fund established in the wake of last year's Boston Marathon bombing. The horse was renamed from Moin Spun – after the bombing, Boston Strong was taken. So Wicked Strong, I'm wow. totally cheering for Wicked okay, Strong. I like that. All right, I'm going to fire off some names. California Chrome, Vickers in Trouble, Dance with Fate, Wicked Strong, Samrat, Danza, Opportunity, love that one, <laughs> Intense Holiday, Wildcat Red, We Miss Artie, Ride on Curlin, Shit Too, She Too, Tapature, <laughs> General A-Rod, Barf, Metal Count, Candy Boy, Uncle C, Cy, Vince Ramos, <laughs> Harry's Holiday, Commanding Curve, and Pablo Del Monte. Mm, well, I mean... Who's your, first, who's your pick just because you like the name the best? Um, Anything stand uh, out? Cur- wait, cur- what, what is the Curlin name? Because I remember Curlin. The- Commanding Curve? No, right on Curlin. Right on Curlin. It must be. Um, God, that horse that is must so be um, Curlin's son. Oh, was there, was there another? Curlin? Yeah, Curlin came very close to winning. I think he won two legs. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure. Um, so he must be his. Uh, his what? What are they called? His. Uh, he sired him, so he is his. I don't remember the name. I love I like, all these horse terms. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna yeah. sire an affiliate this weekend. Um, are we mm, going out or what? Wah, wah. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm on a ride on Curlin, and then um, and they say that although they say that uh, California Chrome, I mean he's apparently 
smoked the competition yeah. like he no one's come close to him but that doesn't mean i mean the derby's anybody's game anybody's game and Isn't it the, is it the longest one is the lo- is it the belmont the longest or the derby the longest i think the belmont is the longest and i it, it's the last one oh yeah, yeah yeah so the top four california chrome opportunity opportunity is that dude bob baffert or you know the dude yes. that's always got a horse in yes with the beautiful white hair uh candy boy and wicked strong wicked strong is is predicted maybe as a second but I'm going. Uh, I'm going with. I was. I was before I knew about Wicked Strong. I just like the name, so I'm sticking with. Um, my big go, pick is Wicked Strong. Go with Wicked Strong. I'm looking at a right on Carlin. Look at his muscles. I know it's insane. I mean, he's crazy. He's, he's like crazy. he's huge. He's massive. He's beautiful. I'm I also love- going to do a little shout out to Tony Danza because who didn't love Who's the Boss? I'm looking at also Wildcat Red. Wildcat I like. Red. I don't know something about that horse. Okay, so He's Jill's going with Wildcat Red and uh, Right on Curlin. Right on Curlin. I'm pulling for Danza and Wicked Strong. And I have to say Hopportunity because it reminds me of like a really fun beer. <laughs> I might give them a shout out, although that dude it wins every year. Okay, we've reached the end of the podcast. We've reached our feel-good moment of the week. Jill is in agreement with this feel-good moment. Uh, I am. I actually posted this story on my Facebook page a couple uh, uh, days ago. But in a nutshell, because it's uh, in a nutshell, this has actually now happened twice in six years in women's softball. This time, Florida Southern ladies uh, college was playing Eckerd College. Uh, this amazing pitcher for Eckerd, Kara. Oh, uh, oh wait, wait, uh, Chelsea Oglavy. I think that's how you pronounce it. I apologize if it's not. Uh, pitching like the game of her life, her last college game. Flips the almost the last pitch to a hurt player, Eckerd's uh, college, Kara Oberer. Oberer hits a three-run home run. Right. But has a horrible knee from, like, and she's the star from, like, innings before. Gets past first base. Can't basically run the rest of it out. And Ogilvy, it's not Ogilvy, and her teammate carry her around the bases so she can score. Yeah. And the other team winds up winning. Yeah. They carried her around the bases. Cut to six years ago. This happened between Western Oregon and Central Washington. And that game was like literally on the line for a championship. That's crazy. The woman hit a home run. She hadn't hit a home run in four years. She tears her ACL. She can't get up outside the fir- her, her first base. And the rule is... She has you, to, you have yeah, to cross. You have yeah. to cross. So she had to literally almost crawl back to the first base, and then she was going to be subbed in, and it was going to be like a two-run single. And those girls, um, Liz Wallace and Mallory Holtman, carried her from first base and, and like dangling her legs so they could touch the bases. This is twice now in six years. That's amazing. That's amazing. And what's sad is that the Olympics have gotten rid of women's yeah. softball. Women's softball has been eliminated, because, although there's a big push to get it back. Well, in. because the United States dominated. dominated. I mean, close. we just can't. Australia I mean, sort of was like, maybe for like two innings. And then we're like, no. I mean, I play. We, we have to play softball. Yeah. You, it's, it's, a part, it's a requirement. It's before a requirement. you come out um, as a lesbian, you have to play You have softball. to be like, at least get at least. Get a couple innings in there, lady. Um, but <laughs> no, I love softball. Though these, it's just so sweet. And I just, I'm going to leave the podcast with this quote. Um, and it's the woman that hurt her, uh, Ober, that hurt her knee said, I feel like it's a life-changing experience to realize that people are willing to go out of their way for you. I think it shows people uh, all over that there's a still greatness in humanity. People just want to help you out either way. I mean, I already cried once. I'm crying. Carol, I could. can I get a tissue? 
<laughs> we need uh, we need a lot of Kleenexes. And these are these are kids. They're like twenty yeah, year olds. That's you know? amazing. So a little bit of humanity left in humanity. It's true. Jill Bennett has been an absolute pleasure. Yes, I want to come back. Please, come and we're going to talk about UFC. We're going to talk about UFC time. next time, and then we'll get more into football. Yes. Uh, where can people find you? See you. Um, what are you up to? I, oh God, I've got a million things going on. Just go to jillbennett.com. Okay. Um, my Twitter is daily Jill because some bitch took Jill Bennett. Oh, we'll kill her. Yeah. We'll get Carol. Don't on know her. who she is. She's um, a horrible person. But she's not me. So I'm daily Jill daily on Jill. Twitter. And then, you know, Facebook, whatever. Yes. Just, Go yeah. find her. She's a fantastic actress. Watch whatever she's in. You'll be super <laughs> delighted. Uh, cheer for the cults a little bit because, you know, you, you have a new friend in Jill Bennett and she likes the cults. Thank you. Uh, everyone, Sports Without Balls people, have the best week of your life.